just Corona blues or just for the more simply just depression for me. It's also a form of introspection. Like um, looking at what you've done, looking at what you've missed, what you could have been that's like really struggling. At least that's what I'm be struggling with for the past how many years now? Two years almost. Coronavirus. All right, guys, welcome back to the Way Podcast. This week we have a returning guest. My good friend Charles Cow is here. Um, he has a secret name on right now. Secret, no <laughs> many letters and many many numbers. But um, yeah, What's yes, up, my name is NFT. Hey, <laughs> hello, hello, I'm back. Yeah, Charles right. exists only in the metaverse. Uh, <laughs> I'm a construct made by Facebook. Yeah. You're Zuckerberg's uh, creation. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to get pulled off Instagram. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, so we're filming this. Um, it is Jan 9th, 2022. And uh, we're going back into our lovely Corona lockdown. You know, everything's all closed up, five people inside, no indoor dining, no nothing, really. And we, I was thinking about, you know, doing an episode on um, just mental health in general. Um, we've had, we've talked about this topic before with previous guests um, and spurts, but never dedicated a whole episode to it. Mm -hmm. So um, for today... Um, Charles and I are just going to talk about our experience with mental health, you know, and maybe a few things um, we did to, you know, help lift ourselves out of it. Um, I guess I'll go first. Um, yep. So, um, throughout my life, I've been relatively um, okay, I think, with men in terms of my mental health. I've never had any, you know, diagnosed with anything. Um, I've never really felt um, that depressed, I guess, in a, in a way, in a way. Like, we all feel these kind of slumps here and there. Um, but nothing to the extreme level of where I can't get out of bed, you know, I can't think of anything, any positive thoughts, nothing like that. Um, right. I, I think the worst was probably at the beginning of university. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the start of uni was, you know... It was less than ideal, of course. Um, lots of stress. Lots of stress. Um, just, you know, adopting. I mean, we were in the um, this sort of online world already because of the end of school, um, high school. Mm -hmm. But even so, it was still it's still a different university, a different world, right? University, college, wherever uh, higher level education you go to, you know, it's not the same as high school and when it's online, you know, it's very difficult to, you know, connect with people. I tried my best to make my connections through my groups and stuff. And that's what really helped me, you know, keep up a positive attitude. You know, because all these, you just hear on the news, oh, these thousands of people getting corona, this many people died, this hospital outbreak, this senior's home. Just, you know, just a lot of bad stuff going on. And, um, you know, that was just coupled with so many other things like, you know, protests and fall of governments. And like, it's just when you're so not occupied with other things, um, like, and you're just, 
your daily life, you really start to look outside and you get, you know, sucked into the news. You know, uh, thankfully I wasn't too bad, but you know, mm -hmm. you still get you still get affected by the small stuff you see, right? Yeah, because it's the it's all you really hear nowadays. Besides, you know, your parents and stuff. The news just like you know, completely right. failed us about the coronavirus and stuff like that. Yeah, and just during school, I mean, first year of uni was um, it was pretty intense. I wouldn't say you know I was thankful I was able to at least go to school. You know, mm -hmm. I was able to make it into program and all that. But you know, it's still it was still tough. Um, I'm not gonna lie. And right. It was uh, physically wasn't too bad, right? Did not have to mm -hmm. go. I mean, I think my exercising routine kind of got a little screwed up, but you know, I made do, try to um, adjust it. But my mental strength, mental, uh, I guess, state was a little, it was kind of jaded. <laughs> and, right. um, I mean, at the end of first year, it wasn't uh, as bad, but I think what really messed me up was actually this year, just this last, I really felt, I finally felt the Corona blues, really. You know, everyone talks about it. I never really felt it because, you know, I'm with my family. At least I can see my family. I can talk to my friends on, you know, we talk in Discord or whatever. Mm -hmm. Meet up occasionally. Um, but... You know, I really hit when I was actually able to go to campus for a semester after being in online school for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And now having to go back onto online after experiencing it. So now you know what you've miss you're missing, right? So it hurts even more. Um, and, you know, it's just, it was something that I never thought I would, to be honest, I never thought I would feel that way. Usually, I'm, I'm a pretty positive guy um, right. about things. But, you know, I, at the end of the year, I was kind of like, dude, so many things. Like, I wish, you know, it could have been this way. You know, we're going back into another lockdown and just a lot of other stuff. Um, in these last two weeks, like, you know, I don't, I don't want to detail my family life right now, but, you know. Just stuff mm -hmm. going on, corona-related stuff, and just, like, just so many things to think about. And especially when you're, it was, like, right after exams, um, that week before actual Christmas, um, like, the actual Christmas winter break actually was happening. It was just the time in between. It was just, like, it's such a weird time, you know? It just felt it's just thinking, reflecting so much on the year and just myself in general. Um, and I felt kind of like disappointed in myself in some ways and, um, you know, not achieving. I don't know. I mean, not looking at it now, you know, it's different. But in that moment, it just felt like all went to shit. <laughs> Yeah, it feels like you haven't. I think that is one big thing um, I felt. Like, maybe I even said this last time, but um, the worst part about this whole coronavirus thing is I feel like I didn't grow throughout yeah. the past two years. I feel like I'm still the same old, same old, in a way. Yeah. Um, for me, like, yeah, well, like what you said, um, 
just Corona blues or just for the more simply just depression for me it's also a form of introspection like yeah. um looking at what you've done looking at what you've missed what you could have been that's like really struggling at least that's what i'm be struggling with for the past how many years now two years almost yeah coronavirus yeah, it's just something that is, you know, when you're left with your own thoughts, and that's why people go insane when they're put into solitary confinement, when you're left with your own thoughts, right? And just go, some, a lot of people just go to a dark place at some point. And, you know, your situation's different than mine. You know, it's harder, f I understand, you know, it's, it's definitely, it's probably harder for you to, you know, have these sort of conversations where you can at least talk about it, you know? Um... I'm lucky enough to have uh, a lot of people in my life who are willing to talk about it. I don't know about you, but, um, you know, and I usually don't. Um, it's not like they don't want to. It's kind of like I am the one who doesn't want to talk about it, really. Because, um, you know, like, I'm not really, I wouldn't say, I was always a sensitive kid um, growing up. Right. Uh, and... Um, you know, I learned not later in life not to display emotions like not to over overtly display them. Only display them when it's like necessary, and when you feel like like you shouldn't you know be so emotion um, so emotional over everything, which is true in a lot of cases, right? You shouldn't be so emotional over every little thing. But um, I kind of had a little bit of a downside where I didn't really talk about emotions um that often at all it's not like my parents mm -hmm. like discouraged me it was kind of my own thing it was my own fault because um, um emotions do make us vulnerable that's uh mm -hmm. but um they are a really essential part of what we are yeah part of what makes us human right yep and um for me, it's actually because uh, I think personally I am pretty emotional as a person, and um, mm -hmm. I had the exact sort of opposite effect later this year. Um, nowadays, I've just like I feel like I'm losing my emotions. You know what? It's just uh, with the world going like this, it's it's getting hard for me to really have the same sort of hope or like joy that I used to have. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a difficult feeling. I'll say that. And, um, I think what kept me through it was definitely just having people to talk to. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's definitely important to have a, some, some sort of not even, it's not really th therapeutic to be talking. It's not, it's not therapy, sorry. It doesn't replace therapy. It's therapeutic yeah. um, to talk to people. And it's just some way to deal with it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I especially for, for myself, I find myself, you know, a lot of people like to say this, you know, like, oh, I'm, I try to be, I'm really self-aware, you know, like I try to monitor everything I do and all that. But for me, I feel like it's really overtly true and very t almost an extreme level where like every minute thing i do i think about it into detail 
mm-hmm. a little too much. Like I'm that guy who over researches on something if they really care about, really care about it. Um, if they care about the result and who it affects, you know, right. I don't care about, I don't really care about the opinions of people who I, who I don't know. Um, so I don't really care about like, you know, presenting a, some sort of image to other people. But when it mm-hmm. comes to people who I actually care about, you know, like my family, uh, my friends, you know, like that's their, the, the opinions of them is what I really like. I really right. hold dear. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm very, I become so a little too self-aware, um, in the sense of, I think I reflect, um, negatively too much on things I've done. And that's kind of counter, um, counter, um, active, counteractive to what I usually do, what I've been trying to do for a while, which is, you know, be that person who does, who doesn't think too much about things, you know, mm-hmm. tries to have that thing about no regrets. Um, well, you're always going to have regrets, right? But, you know, trying right. your best to live your every day, like it's your last day and, you know, it's cheesy, but it's true. Now, a lot of these cheesy lines are true. Are people say them for a reason, right? Because mm-hmm. it's we should always try. Um, and I think one way you can try trying to get out of these sort of slumps, just you know, when depression sets in, or you know, I'm not obviously I'm not a therapist. <laughs> I'm not. This is not any sort of advice, but this is what I did at least. You try and look back at what you've accomplished um that actually worked out you know because we all humans have this sort of bias towards looking at things that are um poor or bad right yeah um i think i think it's negativity bias or something we learned about it in business organization uh organizational behavior or whatever but um basically i mean you can just think of everything in like you, how how often do you remember a good meal versus a bad one? You know, like let's just say you go to a restaurant ten times a year, nine times out of ten, um, it's a great time. And then the one time in the year where you had a bad meal, um, you remember it more than you know so many the other nine times. And sometimes that'll even drive people to not go to that restaurant again, right? You have one bad yeah. experience somewhere, one bad um, experience with anything, then you you just drop it, right? And, um, that's, that's kind of, that's the human, that's a fault of our human, um, design. Kind of the human mind. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's probably what kept us alive so long. Um, mm-hmm. like our species, we think about like, if something bad happens, just your mind tells you not to do it again. <laughs> you know, don't touch the burning hot stove. That's why we feel pain. You know? Um, yeah. You die if you get stabbed. Yeah, it's a it's a natural human emotion. We, I mean, we we remember pain better than we remember joy. And, uh, yeah, because we don't want to feel it again. You know, oh, mm-hmm. uh, go to the most primitive sense. You know, like uh, oh, I, I was um, hunting this creature, and then I did this uh, one thing. I ran, came in too early, and it ran away, and I couldn't. We didn't eat for three weeks. You know. Mm-hmm. And then in your mind, you're like, oh, yeah, maybe I won't do that next time, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but one thing I find helpful is actually looking on the positive things, right? You always got to try to try your best to be that glass 
half full person you know um especially in times when you feel lost and um you can only think of the bad take yourself out of your own mind and try to just look at it in perspective of everything else right your entire life rather than just these small minute moments like oh i did bad on a test there's one test right but yeah you also did great on these other tests you know before or you did great on the test after or look you know i don't have any friends this year but the few friends that i made um they're really valuable you know i really value them as people and mm. the relationship they have with me um and taking that sort of positivity mentality is also what helps you know us survive in a sense as well because you know, I mean, it's it's a well-known f- fact that happy people live longer. Um, and it's, if it, the, the more, I feel like, this might be a little general, but um, the happier you are, the more reason you have to live, right? You know, right. if you feel like everything is despair, you have less and less to live for, essentially. You don't have the will to keep living if you, like, for example, encounter something, you know? Yeah, it's like every day is just crap. I don't feel good. I mean, this is what some of the things, these these are thoughts kind of drive people to taking their own life. And it's a horrible thing that, you know, happens all too often, um, especially amongst males, you know. Males are, they're um, more likely to commit suicide. And it's a, it's such a sad thing that people have to come to that point um you know there's there's always a way out you know yeah but sometimes um that light just so dim that they just can't see it yeah it's unfortunate that those things happen but you know they they do yeah and that's why you know it's so important to keep especially in you know just asian communities in general um don't really talk about feelings too often i mean even with my parents they grew up here my, my dad came here when he's two and my mom was born here and still you know we don't talk about i mean they never explicitly say that we can't talk about it you know they always say you know if you feel this some some way come talk to us um but you know it's not explicit like where it's all the time talk about your feelings every day um Sometimes you don't need that, though. Like, I, I feel like I don't need to talk about them all the time. Um, but some people are different, right? Um, I personally don't need to talk about my feelings with everyone, spill my um, emotions all the time. But, you know, some people need that to feel better. Um, and, you know, every once in a while I need to do it too, right? I'm talking to you about, you know, how I felt, you know, kind of sad this the last few weeks of the year. And... You know, it's it's so uncommon, you know, amongst especially in just Asian society in general, even not even that just old societies in general, doesn't matter if it's Asia, even European. I'm sure 100 years ago, sons weren't talking with their dads about their feelings. Right. Yeah. Um, like the whole idea of mental health was taboo. In yeah. You're, you're like, would you just weak? You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, and, um, yeah. I remember, like, in uh, one of Camus' books, like, that's when, like, they first realized something like Asperger's really existed. 
-hmm. so like this mental health like as a thing hasn't been around for that long no and um for example for me like my mom you know she grew up like in the 60s and like she knows about the modern society and yeah she just still doesn't really believe in things like therapy or stuff like that yeah i mean a lot of people are set on their ways right and Mm -hmm. especially our parents like my grandfather he's definitely set in his ways um but in some way there people are trying parents try their best right um yeah even though they can't understand that idea of expressing your emotions, you know, or just talking about feelings um, Mm -hmm. in that way. So openly it might be foreign to them, but you know, as long as they try, then that you can't fault them for that. Right. Cause they are raised with even less of that. And the resources we have now yeah yeah less yeah less resources less um openness for this kind of stuff you know mm-hmm. and um yeah it's just it's something that this is changing now too right but it's another thing um that you know doesn't get talked about a lot i think is some sort of self account like some accountability not it's not just it's not always every like the thing is, when it comes to, at least for me, improving your mental state, it's most it's ninety nine percent about you improving yourself in a way, mm-hmm. and you can't feel better unless you want to feel better, right? Um, and sometimes it's it's you know I'm sure it's so hard to you of course you want to feel better you don't nobody wants to feel like crap every day no not wanting to get out of bed but sometimes you you have to try and put yourself in situations where you force yourself you know to be more positive you know Mm -hmm. like things like that give you perspective right right um and being grateful for what you have that's something that i found is just like whenever i get down on myself he's like you know what I try to bring myself down to someone else's position who has much less than me um, and just think about what I could have had, you know, Um, Mm. and be thankful for what I have, good family, food on the table, warm house, clothes, go to to a good school, getting a good, you know, all these sorts of things. Just, yeah. Happiness is very relative and so is like, you know, sadness and stuff like that. Exactly. And, um, yeah, just like what I said earlier, I think stuff like depression and such is, uh, you should think of it more as introspection instead of, you know, outward aggression. Um, cause like people talk to me sometimes, but like, wow, I'm depressed. I think the world's against me. Or like this person is making me depressed. I feel like that's the wrong way of thinking about it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like, the only way to really <clears throat> get out of depression or get out of this, these kind of blues is to improve yourself and like to a point where you don't have to think about those things anymore. At least that's how I look at it. Yeah, I think that's a healthy way of looking at it um, mm-hmm. because it's actually a solution. You know, if the whole world's out to get you, what can you do? You can't do anything. But if you think of it as a 
a um, something in your control, right? Yeah. So if it's if you if you give yourself control of your own um, state, right, your own mental state, then you, I'm sure you'll be more likely to actually um, rise out out of that pit, you know, you put yourself in when you realize that it's you that's putting yourself in this state. Um, and, you know, a lot of people might take that in the wrong way where it's like, oh, you're just blaming me for being depressed, you know? Um, and well, no, 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 right. Um, yeah. everything you, first of all, everything you do is any way you react is all up to you. Um, like you can't control what happens, but you can control your reaction to it. And at the end of the day, you know, stubbing your toe and getting upset about it and, you know, exclaiming is that's you, right? You know, yeah. feeling upset about hitting your toe or feeling upset about a grade is, is your, is you're making the emotion, you know, you're, it's you reacting to something. So if you think about it in that way, you have all the power, you know, you have all the responsibility to, you can manage yourself you can manage these emotions and do it in a healthy way. You know, not resorting to drugs, alcohol, and all these kind of things that are self-destructive. You know, I'm not against these sorts of things, but up until a certain point where it becomes self-harm, you know, it's obviously not healthy. It's no longer healthy for you or beneficial in any way. Um, and I, I mean, I think we can both we both agree on that. Um, giving yourself the ability it gives you it gives you the ability to actually bring yourself out of um whatever situation you're you're, in. Yeah, yeah whatever situation you're in right yeah because um i feel like since um i wouldn't say like i'm chronic, like clinically diagnosed as like depressed but like i think i have been depressed for a long time but like it just sort of like you know, people, some people are more susceptible to having mental health issues, but it's about learning how to control it, how to live with it. That's important. Yeah. Because um, I don't think there's ever going to be a fix to mental woes. That's just sort of like a part of the human condition. You just yeah. have to strive and find a way to really suppress it and do what you can to be better. Mm-hmm. And um, I think before you said, you talked about like meeting new people, having new encounters. Um, so how has that been for you for past two years? Um, yeah. Has there been, because I know, at least for me, like um, I, of course, like I've always been on inside my house. You're not really meeting new people. But yeah. uh, this year, um, I had many encounters, of course, still. But I also have many departures, people that left me yes, because of certain things, yeah. and um, you know, that must be tough. People man. drift apart. But um, I think for me, like as so I'm starting to like as I become an adult, start to think of those things as more of a blessing than a curse. Just having mm -hmm. encounters with other people is enough to justify any sort of pain that comes with it. Yeah, I think that's. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it must be hard, you know. I mean, having people leave, you know, that, you know, especially when you thought they were 
the relationship was closer than it was, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know if I've gone through that to an extreme. Right. Because I've always tried to really surround myself with a, s- a small amount of people. I'm not mm-hmm. saying, like, you know, you're, like, got your friends with thousands of people or whatever, you know, like, you're just hanging out with random people. But, um, you know, I've always thought of that, you know, looking, trying to surround myself with people who not just are like-minded, um, but who have the same, I guess, core values. Um, right. And not just, um, like, you don't have to think the same about everything. You know, that, that just makes makes it boring, right? I don't want an echo chamber. But, you know, these basic things like valuing relationships, somebody's trust, being there for someone, um, and, you know, all these things that just keep a relationship with anyone, um, intact. And I'm just glad that I was able to realize that early, um, like in middle school, I was, I was lucky enough, um, or I just didn't get hurt that much in middle school and then high school, you know, we just... It was just our group that we hung out with. You know, I didn't hang out with tons of people. Didn't really want to. Didn't really care. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, I've learned n- now that there's a big difference, like different levels of relationships. Like there's a huge difference between like like friends, acquaintances, and fam- like almost like family, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a huge difference. Um like I think it's good to know a lot of people to have like acquaintances and there's nothing wrong with, I, I think that there's a lot of, a lot of benefits to that. You get to learn a lot of different perspectives without, you know, being, being invested in so many different people's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, moving on to the friends level of a relationship is different, right? You know, like me and you, we know, you can't just move on to this that quick, you know, yeah. you know, they always make that joke. Um, about you know how girls they'll be like oh my god we're besties and, front, and then a month later they're like they I fucking hate that. I hate yeah they that. backstab each other yeah. yeah you know and you can't just rush in that rush into that kind of stuff you know like you can't re- yeah. when people start revealing their whole life story and like when you first met and you that's why you can connect when you connect on a specific issue or you know something that you relate to then that's when you a lot of people becomes they become friends right like we when we met each other we connected on you know just creating art um when was the first time we actually met i can't uh, was it at your place no it wasn't at it your was place. probably it's probably at my place it's like you know our friend uh ragesh uh, rag muffin with it uh with his surprise uh messages Hey, this hey, guy's um, coming by the way. Hey, he's coming by the way to your house. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, uh, guess. Oh yeah, that was back when we used to play Smash with eight people. My mm-hmm. God, that was crazy. Some good times, man. You know what? Those are some of the best times of you know. High my school, youth. man. Yeah, just thinking of. Yeah, all the dumb, know. all the dumb stuff we did together. <laughs> it's. People call safe. it stupid, but you know. it was safe. At least it was safe, you know. It was safe. Yeah, we didn't do anything, you know. We're like that's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> but it was. Uh, you know, those are some some good times. But you know that like we didn't become great friends 
overnight, you know? Like we had to get to know each other, go over, then I slow, we slowly learn a lot about each other. And that's how you build real relationships. It doesn't happen overnight, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, especially when I came on campus, I met so many people. Like, I mean, connecting with people online during first year was, you're saying, you know, you, you had a lot of departures this year, a lot of new encounters. And I'm, you know, I'm happy for you that you had some new encounters. You know, I'm sure it's tough. The reason, the only reason I was able to do that was because, you know, I had classes that were in person for a semester so I could at least go and see people, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm glad I made some, made a couple, uh, new friends and, you know, I met the last podcast. I had a conversation with someone. It was really interesting. Jeff, yeah, um, really nice guy and down to earth. Um, right. And, you know, I'm just, I'm glad I'm, cause there's always like shitty people no, no matter where you go. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I try my best to surround myself with people who aren't, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's what everyone tries to do, I guess. But, um, I feel like it's almost easier in university than it is in high school because there's no real, it's not really like anything about keeping up an image because there's so many people that you, you only know. Yeah. yeah. Like you'd only know who you know. Mm hmm. You know, in high school, there's a, maybe a thousand kids. Maybe if you're a huge school, maybe 2000, but university, there's like, I'm at UFT and there's, I don't know, 60,000 students. So it's not like you're going to be worried too much. I mean, in the same program, maybe, right? Smaller programs, but still, um, like, no, there's not really as many clicks or all that stupid shit. And yeah. I'm glad it's so much easier to make meaningful i i don't know i found it easier to make meaningful relationships that way um because there's a lot to connect on too you know i mean everyone just likes to talk shit about how hard it is at uft um i mean there's <laughs> a whole like, like being too many relationships right <laughs> wow i fucking hate to school yeah oh my god they just screwed me on this test the average was a 25 percent oh all to come at the school. There's literally, in a, for those of you, those of you probably listening know of the U of Tears account where people just make anonymous confessions about UFT. It's just, some of them are like, you know, a lot of it is complaining about the school, but at some level, it's like, you got to remember, at least you're going to school, right? At least you have the money to afford a program like this because it's, it's not easy for a lot of people. And... You know, of course, the school does stupid stuff that like that's just completely unfair a lot of the times. But you know, people will complain about everything. Right? <laughs> I mean, every, you got to complain once in a while. You got to be able to vent. But yep. um, yeah, it's not healthy to do it all the time. But at least you know you get to connect with people on that. You know, it's not always the best to connect on hating something <laughs> when you first meet someone. But sometimes, you know, that's how a lot of relationships start. And, um, you know, they can blossom from there into something more, a lot more deep, you know, deeper than just, I hate this professor. Oh, you hate him too? Nice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, I just think like, um, even though the current situation with um, <clears throat> the virus and such, the lockdown is shitting. Um, just having an environment where you can meet new people and just talk to people is nice for mental health. 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. And um, I mean, have you met, have you met any new people that you know you formed some decent connections with this year? I mean, um, so in real life, at least, um, I don't think I met anyone that's close to me, like where I live, per yeah, se. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, you know, this year I got into a funny little game <laughs> called Final Fantasy Fourteen. <laughs> Just a little into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, throughout um, on that, through that, like I met a lot of new people, like from... Mostly U.S., of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Um, but, yeah, just, like, when in the year where you can't go anywhere, like, especially abroad, like, even through something as stupid as a game or, like, a chat room, I met a lot of new people that has different perspectives on things. And just that, you know, someone to talk to when I don't have anyone to talk to. So I think yeah. uh, I'm grateful for that, you know. That's one beautiful thing about, you know, online games and just the internet in general is, the, you know, that's what the ability to connect with so many different people around the world, you know, like even me, I'm able to face like at UFT, there's so many people from different countries around the world. Like we already have so many different perspectives within one country, but then we have perspectives from across the world, you know, from so many different, so many different nations and you know, if without the internet, there wouldn't be any of that, you know, I would have never met any of them. I would have met two of my close friends that I've made, you know, during university. Mm -hmm. um, both of them are interna international students. So, you know, I wouldn't have met them. We wouldn't have had no Zoom call if there wasn't any internet. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no way to connect. Um, yeah. In a way, like, um, when you learn about new things, new perspectives, help you feel, you begin to feel how insignificant some of your own worlds are and for me that kind of helps me go th go through it with things like how to move on from things like for example you know if someone uh if someone dumped me you know nowadays mm -hmm. i like you know someone out there might be doing might be going through something much much worse and they're still fighting through it i you know i won't hang on to it for two years like certain someone um he said, I'll choose to move on. <laughs> oh my god. That's the inside joke for us this century, bro. Uh, don't worry yeah. about it, Spock. We don't need it. We don't need to explain that. We don't need to. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think. That also just helps with, like, you know, how to feel during this whole thing. Yeah. And that's why, like, um, I feel like, in some ways, like, thinking about how small we are in this world, in this universe, somehow, for me, it's comforting. Yeah. It's a, it's a unique feeling, I guess. <laughs> it's, it's almost a feeling of humbleness, mm -hmm. right? You feel... You know, that's why, you know, a lot of philosophies, spiritual philosophies, religions, you know, they always say to humble yourself before something greater than you, right? Um, and, you know, 
if you think about how we're just a tiny organism living in a tiny rock in the middle of a universe that is whatever billions of light years um, wide, um, like, you know, uh, what that person said to you yesterday doesn't really matter, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. like, who cares about that? Um, it, it helps to put, you know, putting things in perspective. It's like, it's, so, it's such a useful tool when you're going through anything. It's just a smart, like every, um, every analysis strategy that we learn in business school, like in commerce starts that way is basically, okay, look at the problem. Now let's step away from that context and look at it from different perspectives and mm-hmm. see how it, how it is relative to other things. Right. And, you know, it really helps us to see a real solution. You know, you can evaluate other options and you can, I think it's healthy to take that perspective in life too, right? Just in general, evaluate from a top, have a bird's eye view about something without just looking at it within the confines of your mind, with your blinders on thinking with your, only with your emotions, you know? Yep. Yeah. And, um, I think sometimes like thinking about like different perspectives and like how small you are can lead to like nihilism but like yeah at the same time just think about like we have a limited time on this small tiny rock planet yeah just um even if we're stuck inside even if it has been two years since uh, this funny virus uh, leaked out of uh, somewhere <laughs> um yeah we're still here and we can still do things to improve ourselves, make other people happy, make the people we know we love happy. I think that's just important. Every little known counts, even if like we're doing insignificant shit. <laughs> Sorry yeah. for the swearing, by the way. Don't let it matters in this uh, podcast. Fine. It's all right, man. We got lots of swearing on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> like that episode where we talked about anime. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure we had, we didn't, we, I didn't upload the other one guys. If you guys don't know, there's a secret episode, the anime episode, we filmed one before that, that just went off the rails, like just horrible. <laughs> it was so disorganized and we just were laughing. We couldn't get through a proper intro for probably an hour. And, um, yeah, so Guys, let me know in the comments below if you want me to make a Patreon because that'll be the first thing. $1, $1 a month, you'll get a new epic funny video of the boys just saying stupid stuff, right? That's on that's um, on the members only page. Yeah. You know, one day maybe we'll make a, we'll make a internet gas return as the members only. Uh, ah, yes. <laughs> internet gas. Okay, guys, um, if you want a good time, Make sure you check out Internet Gas, okay? I'm going to link that. One of the funniest... I mean, your boy, Charles Cow, right here. Also, what was your, What's your channel called again? Is it... Is it... it was called Charles Oak, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, I don't make videos <laughs> nowadays. Not but, anymore. You know, yeah. Um, I, maybe that might make a return someday. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, one of the funniest videos I've ever watched because we were just telling, you know, dumbass stories. <laughs> just name dropping like locations where people went to school like it was just horrible the editing that charles had to do on that episode it was just beep 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 he went to beep bro (laughs) it was a solid 70 hours of editing 
just oh, to get through like an hour. <laughs> that was hilarious, though. One of the funniest things, but yeah. Do you have any plans for this year, man? Any? It doesn't have to be anything big, you know, like just any general principles or anything. I mean, for first of all, you know, I've not been the most successful with uh, school and such. So, like, I guess the first thing just, you know, selling down, having like a plan for my future. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, uh, you know, I'm going to lose something very special to me very soon. Um, I'm going to steal my heart for that. Yeah. And, um, you know, it just, uh, well, now that I said, I don't really believe in like predictions of like, oh, what will happen in the six months? What will happen in three months? Yeah. But will the Omicron thing end? Yeah. Uh, because, uh, you know, those predictions uh, get your hopes up and then uh, something funny pops up again. <laughs> Whoops. Starts with the D, ends with the N. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah. Yeah, just um, I think just making plans for the future, like you know, no matter what happens, we're still gonna live on, and mm-hmm. uh, I think it's important for me to just you know think about what to do next. Um, but aside from the not nothing much, uh, I don't think Japan will open up anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> they're funny. Um, they don't want you, man. They, they're, they're. This is all because they don't want the great Charles Sao to come back. <laughs> He's gonna oh. take over the manga industry. Oh no, not the Mongolian virus, <laughs> Charles Cal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. What about you, Sergeant? Um. Well, I, I wrote. I have like sticky notes in on my desk because I'm gonna be sitting there for a while like before so at least i can see my goals this year i tried to you know i don't like new year's resolutions because it like it, it's kind of like almost like a i feel like it's almost like a cop-out because it's like okay you know i'm gonna wait till new year's to do this like i could have been doing you could have just done it you know really most things you could have just done that like oh i want to lose this much weight this year you know you could have started before new year's or whatever i don't like to call it new year's it's just general goals and habits um one i want to you know just do better in specific courses that i'm in um i'm aiming for a certain mark in a lot of them and you know that's some boring stuff but <laughs> yeah that's one another is um i want to get to episode 34 of the way podcast by the end of the year that's a goal oh, that's a that's a very nice goal yeah and you know if i think it's like uh, we usually upload bi-weekly um i i was doing weekly um when i first started for the first three months but that was just hard bro like it was so hard to get episodes out consistently during school um just to find you're gonna yeah you're gonna feel like burnout too if you do it too often yeah i mean i i I really liked making them but i found that it was so hard to get guests on because everyone was busy you know like that's why there's so many episodes with us, right? Because we we know each other, what's what's going on and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you know, those are still fun to film, though. But um, yeah. So <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, the plan is to keep it bi-weekly. Eventually, I want to go back to once a week on Sunday at 12 p.m. But you know, it's I've I've made a new schedule, a proper schedule for the podcast um, for myself, you know, like 
today is Sunday. I usually, since it's bi-weekly, it gives me more than enough time. Bi-weekly is perfect for me because one week I spend editing all the clips, hyping everything up, and the other week I spend finding guests and filming, right? Right. The hardest part is finding guests, um, at least for me, um, because, you know, I don't have a huge network of people. Um, it's good to just you know, meet more people and stuff, but... It's good. You know, I can always come back to the boys, you know what I'm saying? You always yeah, got we're always to talk here. About. <laughs> you always got shit to talk about. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so the plan is, uh, hopefully I'll get to episode 34. That's the goal. Or I'll make it 35, sounds nicer. Um, and um, another is trying to release, I said six songs this year. That's that's one, one goal. Six, six. songs is a lot. We'll see. I can't wait for the murmuries too. Murmuries. <laughs> Soon Jan murmuries. I should change guys, I should change my name from my artist name from just my Sajim Roar to uh Soon Jan Surgeon Murmuries. Murmuries. Sugma Murmuries. <laughs> Sugma Murmuries. <laughs> oh dude. Uh many funny memes. <laughs> Very funny meme that no one will laugh at except us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just do whatever makes you happy. And uh, it's very clear that this podcast makes you happy. Oh, yeah, man. It's it's one of the... I'm so glad I started it. Mm -hmm. You know, these are like... These kind of things... It's where when you, when you really have passion for something, it's when you enjoy the small, tedious things. Like, I love... Like, I love editing this. Like, lining stuff up. And, you know, it's so tedious, but... You know, I never actually, I never get annoyed. I've never gotten really annoyed at doing it. You know, like writing the blog every time I have an uh, an episode going up is one of my favorite things because it really helps me practice my writing and how to write mm -hmm. something concise, but also meaningful. You know, like my reads are maybe one to two minutes max. Right. And it helps me with writing and introducing um, guests and just concepts and just stuff that's on my mind after the episode, you know, or just before it's filmed. Um, and it helps me, I think it's helpful for me to just, uh, just think about it, you know, and actually mm -hmm. gain something. Cause that's the whole point of this, you know, just learning, bettering our own way in life by looking at other people's way, you know, and, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's just a very smart concept. Uh, I got to commend you for that and stick in there <laughs> for so long. Well, I, I it's not that smart. I stole it from Miyamoto Musashi. He was also a pretty smart guy. But um, oh right, I'm reporting you to the oh uh, the copyright CCP. You know. Oh, okay. CCP. But you know, uh, yeah. Keep on going on. You know. Yeah, man. That's and what's you, important. Like always yeah. said. Yes. Worse. Yes. Keep going. Persevere through this. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know when this corona thing is going to end um, or we're never going to go back to normal. There is no normal, right? Normal is just what we think is the common thing at the time, you know, and then eventually it'll change. The normal keeps changing. So, you know, we're never going to go back to that. Um, yeah, even if the even if the economy, even if the physical world you know, bounces back to its normal state. I don't think our mental, our spiritual state will ever, you know, you know, go back to where it was before. Yeah. Because but like, I feel like, it's, I feel like it's just different. I, I might not be, I don't know if it's worse and it definitely will be damaged for a while. Um, mm -hmm. But 
I feel like it's just different, you know? Life will be... Because Corona brought many bad things, but it got, in some ways, it brought many good things, you know? You... Mm. Introspection is something we need to do, you know, we should be doing. We should be reflecting on ourselves, but, you know, we talked about the dangers of that, of over-reflecting and dwelling on things and, you know, um, regret and all that, but yeah i'm sure it's gonna be a while before you know these kids born in corona who haven't you know been outside without a mask in their entire life you know haven't been to school properly been going to online school like my mom's a kindergarten teacher and think about these kids are born four years ago they only really kids gain i think they said children gain consciousness like that they're alive around i don't know between two three or something like that or maybe one and three something around that range so they've only been realized that they're living since they've been maybe two and since they've been since they've realized that you know they've been in the pandemic just uh, either going online school only seeing a few different people not going outside as much you know and i mean there's so many there's always already so many problems you know it's added just more to the plate what are you gonna do, right? You gotta, yeah. We have to just deal with the aftermath and be understanding. Mm-hmm. If these kids are a little fucked up, you know. Oh, well, we just have to hope for the best. Yep, mm-hmm. that's all we can do, right? Yep, do our best and uh, pray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pray to whatever you believe in, science, you know. Yeah, and um, just like uh, last thing i want to say just like for me right even if the world's ending tomorrow i feel like what i'm gonna do is just like if if i'm happy if i'm content with my what i'm doing i think that's enough so just um to all the you know listeners all the viewers just you know um even if you're at your wit's end even if like there's there's seemingly there's no light in front of you I think there will always be a way out. There will always be hope. Even if, you know, you're alone in abyss, just keep going on and on and you will eventually find somewhere you belong. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, what I want to say. And on, the na- on that note, guys, we're going to end today's episode. Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, thank you, Charles, for coming on the episode talking about uh, mental health and everything. Um, of course, of course. I'll always be here course man um and you know all of you that all all you at home on the train on, in your car wherever you're listening or watching this um i hope you you know persevere through whatever you're going through whether it be financial struggles relationship struggles just remember there's always someone there for you um and, you know, if you ever want, need to reach out, there's always, I'm always here, you know, send me, if you guys ever feel this way, you guys know me, you know, you know, I'm always there for you. Um, if there's ever something going on, just let me know. And, and whenever you feel like there's something going on with someone you know, just check in on them. You know, that's another thing I forgot to mention that I want to do more of this year is just saying how much people mean to me you know really saying that expressing how i feel about people um it's not i wouldn't say i was 
doing the opposite where I'm just telling people that I don't like, I don't like them. <laughs> I think I'm just want to tell people that more because some people don't hear it enough that they're actually meaningful in someone's life and they matter. A lot of people don't hear that. Um, Sometimes, I, um, yeah, just hearing that, just having someone beside you means a lot to someone. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, all you out there, try your best to help those around you. Be grateful for what you have and try to do good in this world. <laughs> Thank you guys mm -hmm. for listening. Um, you can catch us um, every other week uh, on Sunday, 12 p.m. That's our schedule, bi-weekly, okay, guys? So it's going to be two episodes, two to three episodes a month. Um, and it's going to be every other Sunday, okay? And uh, check us out on Instagram at the.waypodcast. Check, uh, check out our... Um, our website for our blogs um and yeah charles do you have any plugs no but uh keep tuning into the way podcast and maybe someday Swag. someday internet guest will return yes guys actually he does have a plug search up internet gas podcast i will link it in the description of this video Please don't link it. I, I, I'm gonna link it. I'm gonna link it, and it's gonna be the most epic uh, swag <laughs> thing you'll ever watch. <laughs> okay, thank you guys. Let's see you next week. Or, see sorry, you next week. See you in two weeks. <laughs>